Hey guys, welcome to the inaugural episode of Burst Damage. My name is Blake and I'll be your weekly host. A little bit about me is that I love video games and I've been an esports fan for a long time. I'm very excited to start this podcast because I want it to be a community-driven one. I want to build up the esports community. I want to get everyone's feedback and I want to talk to people as much as I can. On the podcast, we're going to be talking about news, competition results, and opinion-based content. The goal is to create a community and, like I said, build up the esports community as much as we can because we're at a pivotal point in esports where we have an opportunity to be a major major industry but we need that extra push today we're going to be talking about the lcs and the state of the free agency and more importantly we're going to be talking about na's problems but to start off let's talk about the state of free agency in north america right now some of the major moves are broxa from Fnatic to team liquid Dardock went from Optic to TSM, Biofrost went from CLG to TSM, Kabe went from Splice to TSM, Meteos went from Optic to 100 Thieves, Cody Sun actually went from Clutch, which is now Dignitas, back to 100 Thieves, which he left in kind of a weird fashion, Zix went from TSM to 100 Thieves, Sven went from TSM to Cloud9, Vulcan went from Clutch, which is now Dignitas, to Cloud9, Smoothie went from TSM to CLG, Xmithy went from Team Liquid to Immortals, Aiko went from LOLC to Immortals, which is an interesting one. Closer went from Royal Youth to Golden Guardians. Golden Glue went from C9 to Golden Guardians. Senskaren went from C9 to Evil Geniuses. Zazel went from C9 to Evil Geniuses. Bang went to Evil Geniuses from 100 Thieves, which is a cool one. Kumo went from C9 to Evil Geniuses. Keith is now supporting for Golden Guardians. And this one isn't a player, but Papa Smithy is a pretty significant pickup for 100 Thieves. In my opinion, I think 100 Thieves and Evil Geniuses have had the best offseason so far, um, especially Evil Geniuses because they basically just got C9's team who all have experience working together, and they got Bang on top of that, which was a world semifinalist. You're going to put Svenskeren and Zazel, who already have that chemistry, together with, again, a world's finalist in Bang. That is going to be a nasty combo, and I'm eagerly waiting to see who their mid laner is. And now we're going to talk about the hot topic of the offseason, which has been what are NA's problems and how do we fix them? I think first we need to identify specifically what NA's problems are. The obvious one is that we're not performing at Worlds, right? But how do we how do we get that? How do we get to that and how do we fix that is the real question. Um, TL and C9 have gotten really close, but they've never quite gotten there on the world stage or just the international stage especially with the LEC catapulting themselves into the conversation for one of the best regions in the world, a lot of people are asking if C9 is even a major region anymore, which is really disappointing because this is where League started, Riot is an American company. But the other thing is that we have a really toxic solo queue and just a toxic community in general in NA. It's harder to grow as a player, especially for prospective players that could be talented, Whenever there's just so much toxicity, especially with the ratings, how if you have a level 30 account, you automatically start in iron or bronze. It's it's not healthy for new players, so it's hard to find the talent. So I think there's seven main points that we could do to fix this, fix NA's problem, or at least start moving in the right direction. These aren't in any particular order, but they're all important, I think. The first one is we need to focus on academy because a lot of quality players 
would rather stream. Now, what I mean by focus on academy is that the NFL has college football, right? That's a major thing. A lot of people can look at college football and be ready. They are excited to play college football. They practice to play college football. It's a big thing. We need to make academy like the NCAA. We need to make it big, not treat it the same as NCAA treats their players, but we need to focus on it and make it actually important. Give them time to play on stage or something, but we need to focus on academy to hinder or to not hinder the growth of prospective players. The second one is that, in my humble opinion, I think we need to reset solo queue. There's a lot of pollution in solo queue because of players that have been around for really long and maybe, you know, any good player can carry themselves past gold, even platinum. It's pretty easy. But once you get to the higher ratings, there's a lot of people that are there that are just kind of hanging on that don't quite deserve to be there. And that is really halting the progression of good prospective players. And just in the lower ratings anyway, it is hard for players to grow. It's hard for them to get out because they're so used to making the same mistakes over and over again, which is kind of the story with NA as a whole. I think if you reset solo queue and if we can make solo queue less toxic, then I think a lot of people will grow more. Number three is that we need to find and identify real talent. And I think that kind of goes in hand with resetting solo queue is that the main scouting thing right now is just like this guy was good or somebody said this guy got let go and he's good. We aren't finding talent effectively. We're not doing it. So I think if we can effectively find talent and if we can do something to identify it and if we can nurture it and help it grow, then that is obviously going to help because like in Major League Baseball, they find something that has good fundamentals. They find a player that can go the distance, that can be good, and they farm it up. They help it grow, which is what we kind of try to do with our academy scene, but it's really not working. So it really, I think, all starts with finding and identifying the real talent in NA solo queue, which is hard to do because it's so polluted, but it is possible, and I think a lot more teams should try it, should try properly scouting. I think with, like, 100 Thieves getting Papa Smithy, I think that's a great step in the right direction because he's been in the LCK, he's been on the international stage, he knows what he's looking for, and I think that 100 Thieves is going to do really well, especially with their new roster, which I know he has had a huge part in. Number four, don't put NA players in doomed situations whenever your team sucks. With, like, Echo Fox last season, I forgot who, they, who it was, but it was an NA, I think, jungler, and out of nowhere, like, Echo Fox was doomed, the whole shit with Rick Fox went down, and basically they were calling it quits on the organization, they gave up. They just put in a bunch of their academy players that were from NA, and whenever you put a player in a shitty, I'm in a shitty situation, straight up it was, because you use the excuse that, oh, they just need stage time, that does not help them grow at all. It really doesn't. Like, you just, your bad stage time is worse than no stage time. Because, like the solo queue thing, if you're playing under certain circumstances, 
that's what you're going to get used to, and that's not good. That's not how you grow as a player. So we need to stop putting NA players in bad situations because we think that stage time is just stage time, and it's all equal. It's not. It's not at all. The fifth one is that we need to put less of a focus on laning and solo ability, but more of an emphasis on shot calling and in-game management. This is really common with like European mid laners specifically. Take Jensen, for instance, right? Jensen is one of the best mechanical players out there. He is. And it's gotten him really far for a really long time, but we're at a point where the LCS and just pro league in general is so sophisticated that it is impossible to just win a game on your own. It's impossible to rely on one player. It's the same reason Faker can't win a world championship lately. It's because league as a whole has evolved. You used to be able to win a game if one person gets insanely fed, and that just used to be the way it was. It's not like that anymore. One player can definitely lose a game, but one player cannot win a game. So we need to teach our mid laners or our supports or our team captains or whatever. We need players that can shot call in game and can manage other players in game one of the things that made the og cloud nine so much better is that high their mid laner could manage his player he micromanaged his players he said that in his brain it was like a spreadsheet of everybody's cooldowns and everything that was going on and that is what made original cloud nine so good is that they had that in-game coach basically and now you know, Reaper has tried to do it with some of the supports and junglers and stuff on Cloud9 specifically, but you can only do it so much. And I think that's where, using the Cloud9 example, I think that's where they paid a really high price for Vulcan because they think Vulcan can be that in-game coach. They think that he can do that. And I think that's what we need to do instead of focusing more on mechanics. Um, we need to focus more on team play and who can do that and like mid laners specifically like demonte is a huge player that is not signed as of this recording like he's not on any team there's been a huge community uproar about it but the fact of the matter is is that he's not they're not looking for him demonte has great solo ability but more importantly he is willing to play for his team. He's shown it time and time again. He's willing to play for his team, and we're kind of getting lost in that. You know, some teams are trying it, but those teams are the ones that have the people that they want, and they're not looking for anybody else. Like, again, Cloud9 example, they have Niski, right? Bjergsen has always been that for TSM. It's just one of those things where you want, obviously, mechanically good players because you want to be able to have them perform against other mechanically good players and not get smashed in lane. But we need to focus more on the coaching standpoint instead of just the, the laning stats because a lot of people focus just straight up on stats. Number six, this is just kind of an oddball one, but I feel like it would increase uh, NA's player base's hope in LCS, I guess is a good way of putting it is if we put like a salary cap on imports or something. Sounds weird, but let me explain. The reason I say that is because I'm sure you guys have seen the reports of Dignitas spending a third of their salary cap on Huni. A third of their entire organization's funds went to one player, not even including the other players on the team, the staff, everyone else. It all went to Huni. 
Hooney's a great player, and I get that, but if you do that for an import, but your NA mid laner gets maybe $100,000, I don't know exactly what their contracts are, but if he gets millions and this guy gets thousands, what does that say? What's the point in North Americans being willing to and motivated to even become professional League of Legends players? That's a big problem is that we're focusing way too much on imports. Imports are good. I get why we have them. We need to win. However, it is not feasible for us to be spending all this money on imports and expect North Americans prospects to be motivated to have a career in League of Legends. Using the DeMonte example, DeMonte just took a team to the World Finals. And we got some no-name from Turkey and another one from Oceania. And there's, there's no reason for that. I guess there is a reason for that. I'm not a scout, but what I'm saying is we're trying to improve NA talent. We need to motivate NA talent instead of the challenger players just saying, oh, I want to stream instead of Cutie Pie and Scara and Shifter and Tyler One and all these other people just saying, oh, being a streamer is easier. I make way more money. Let's motivate them. Let's give them some big paychecks because that will motivate people. And then the final one, the seventh point for me personally is that we need to experiment more in academy straight up we have a perfect and i mean perfect setting to experiment with different ideas and we're not using it at all we are just sitting there sitting on these players that have good talent and sitting on this this gold mine for experimenting and trying new things and trying to see what can work and trying new strats and stuff and we're just sitting on it nothing's happening they don't even get to go to the stage they play from their homes they play from gaming houses we have shoutcasters but even if you don't sell tickets to the audience give them stage time do something we need to experiment more in academy and we need to value academy more right now it just seems kind of like teams are treating it as an obligation like oh we have academy maybe somebody good will come and we can have a backup for whenever our mid laner, say Golden Glue gets hurt, they can bring up Palafox or whoever. I guess Palafox is on C9. Say Niski gets hurt, Palafox can come up. It's just one of those things where we're just we're treating it like the redheaded stepchild, for lack of a better term. There's no experimentation, there's no respect given to Academy, and that really needs to change. I guess to wrap all this up is NA's biggest problem is obviously that they aren't performing internationally. However, we have got to focus on improving North American talent if we're going to win internationally because we can bring in imports. Anybody can do that. But we can't rely on imports because you only get so many shots with imports because we're in North America. And if your import doesn't work out, like bang, didn't really work out for 100 Thieves last year. Bang played great, but 100 Thieves as a whole didn't do too hot last year. So what's going to happen? You know, They sent Bang to Evil Geniuses. Well, what happens then? You have a North American support and a North American mid, and that's it. So it's really just we need to focus more. We need to motivate solo queue more. We need to m motivate prospective players more. Because right now, I would say if you're a high-ranking, you're a mechanically gifted league player, 
the obvious choice is to just try and be a streamer. And that obviously isn't helping whenever we're trying to build an eSport. So to wrap everything up, we need to focus on Academy. We need to experiment in Academy. We need to fix solo queue and make just the North American community less toxic for sure. Because that is really destroying the growth of potential talent. And we need to find that talent. And we need to treat our players with respect. Treat them like imports for lack of a better lack of a better way i guess treat them like imports and i think that will at least be a start in the right direction it's not going to fix it overnight but that's going to be a start and that's really where we need to we need to get off on the right foot this season because we're in the 10th year of league it's rapidly becoming it's a billion dollar industry esports is a billion dollar industry now and people like like mark cuban for example the billionaire thinks that having an esports organization in North America is a waste of time and money. That's sad. Like, that's really depressing. So, there's a lot of issues, but we can fix them. I guarantee we can. We just have to take the steps. Anyway, that's all from me. I will see you guys next time on Burst Damage.